Welcome to the Speak In Flow podcast. Let's unleash your leadership voice. Listen in to the untold stories of high-performing leaders where they will reveal their golden takeaways to help you become fearless communicators and fast-track your career. Join us for the journey. Hello, welcome, dear listeners. I'm so glad you're here today. We have an amazing leader. Her name is Dana Brewer. She's the founder of Computer Information Station since 1988. Welcome, Dana. Thank you so much, Melinda. How are you? I am good. I'm so glad to see you. I love that shirt again. It just brightens up the whole room. Thank you. Oh, get them. You have so much wisdom to share. And that's why I brought you here because since 1988, you founded your own company. CIS, Computer Information Station, supports other businesses to, to scale, to grow, to optimize their teams. And that's what you do through managed information technology, IT services, yeah, and also security, right? Absolutely. That's such a niche, such an amazing niche, especially with a woman as a woman founder. And so tell me about how you got started with this, you know, the journey along the way to up to the successful company that you are today. Thank you. Happy to do it. Um, You mentioned about being a woman. This has been historically a very male dominated field. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I started when I was really young, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, I've always liked solving problems. And I was working at a local municipality as a kid, really uh, learning a lot of things uh, related to human resources. And I'll never forget, it was in 1982. It was when personal computers were just starting to roll out on uh, desktops in offices. And in our office, nobody actually really knew what the thing was. This big, huge honking box, big, huge box that made a ton. Well, through the help from an amazing personnel analyst, I asked him, what is this thing sitting on this desk? And he said, let me show you what it can do. And he was super excited to show me a list of names along with test scores. We worked in the examination unit and that he could sort that list alphabetically by their last name or by their test score. Mm -hmm. He was floored. I was floored because this was work that we did manually. Mm -hmm. Well, that sparked something in me. And I thought, there's no way this big, huge box can only do that. So being the bookworm that I am, I bought a book on that software and it happened to be Lotus 123. Yes, I go back that far. (laughs) So really from there, Melinda, I bought a bunch of books on the software applications that were available at the time, Mm -hmm. saved my money, and I bought a personal computer. And back then, a desktop computer could run you about four to $5,000. And as I said, I was a kid, so I had to save for a while. And I started implementing that software in my department and trying to learn how we could use it to make our jobs better Mm -hmm. and continue to progress with that. And I actually, for this municipality, uh, such was my love of all things optimization and automation that I implemented the very first HRIS, Human Resources Information System for this large municipality. And I didn't work in IT at all. Wow. Uh, as a kid. But what happened is I think I was too young, maybe wrong gender. Uh, and, you know, I, I loved my opportunities there, but maybe even the wrong color. Mm-hmm. 
I wanted to move into IT and here came that ceiling. And I just decided, I looked up and I said, no, I've given you all of these improvements. And all I'm asking for is an opportunity to learn from some that may know more than me. I want to stay with this company. And I was denied that opportunity. And the old, maybe 19-year-old me Mm -hmm. uh, said, no, we're not going to let anybody stop us. So I tendered my resignation. And from that, CIS was born. Wow. How painful was that? How heartbreaking was that to experience? Did you you try to fight it when you saw it happening? Well, there were actually a couple of things that happened. I actually had prepared a career path Mm -hmm. with my supervisor at the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, They created a position for me in the company, a paraprofessional position that would allow me to take over for someone who uh, had had his job for the previous 30 years doing some personnel analysis, Mm -hmm. and that if I stayed in that position for 18 months, I would be able to progress basically up the ladder. And a new supervisor came in, changed all of that, and decided, no, we're not going to honor that. And I was about 12 months in on this 18-month program. So the reality is the hurt was not just from the denial of being able to move into information technology, but also the fact that the organization didn't recognize my value and um, was basically saying, you know, no, we appreciate what you're doing for us. You've done amazing work, but we're going to keep you right here and we're not going to allow you to progress. So Mm -hmm. probably the pain, that was the pain. I'd given them seven years of my life, Mm -hmm. uh, good years. I was young. I was energetic. I did everything they asked me to do. Mm -hmm. And I just turned that into a positive. I didn't let it keep me down. Mm -hmm. I decided Um, because I started doing a little consulting on this side as well. Mm -hmm. And I just decided, no, this is what I want to do. So it was actually a happy moment for me. It was a little scary. Yeah. But I'll tell you, the day that I tendered my resignation, I prayed about it before I took the steps. My desk phone rang and it was my aunt saying, we heard about what you've been doing at East Bay Mud. Yeah. We've also, we also know that you've been consulting to some folks on the side. Would you come to work for us? We'll pay you whatever they're paying you. And would you get our IT in order? Oh my gosh. There was no way for me to be sad. I got the chills. I got the chills. I mean, because I think that a lot of people in corporate, uh, sometimes they don't, they're not happy. Maybe there's a glass ceiling. Maybe they've done whatever they could to really, to showcase their value. And it's just not seen. I'm not saying you have to leave your job like Dana, but at least uh, pray about it, consider it. Maybe there are other possibilities. You don't have to get stuck in this environment that does not serve you. Right. And then, so as soon as you prayed it and you knew it and you clarified it, the opportunity came. It it was amazing. I was amazed. I like what you just said about, you know, not feeling stuck. Yeah. When you're stuck, you're stifled. And then your creativity, you lose all of that. Mm -hmm. And so you've got to continue to grow while you still have that fire inside and while you can still do something about it. Yes, because we need leaders with fire. We need leaders who are, you know, utilizing all their strengths, being seen, being valued. And if you need to go to another environment, then do it. Absolutely. Um, if, if you fought long and hard enough and it's not supporting you. And so then therefore CIS was birthed and, yes. and that doesn't mean that there are no obstacles. There are more oh obstacles my goodness. That as a female uh, in a male dominated industry. What was that like growing and scaling your business? 
So, you know, not just female in a male dominated industry, but also being an African-American, African-American yes. you know, I would go to a lot of mixers and things. And, oh, you know, yeah. when you walk into those, yeah, you look around, you look for that familiar face. Yeah. I, it wasn't there for me most of the time. There yeah. were a few times where I might find an African-American male. And of course, I gravitate to them because, hey, we're in this industry together. You know, what can we do together? And I love people. I like talking to people. I enjoy learning about them, what it is that makes them tick. Yeah. Um, but because I had overcome the first hurdle, really, of leaving a job that I enjoyed being there. I love the people. I love the environment. I think that helped me to mm-hmm. face that next obstacle of now, how do I really break in? How do I get involved? Mm -hmm. And I really want to credit my aunt for giving me an opportunity to Mm -hmm. grow and also for becoming my first corporate client. And that was kind of our deal. I said, Hey, if I come and work for you for a little bit, will you then become my client? So we had that arrangement for about seven months that gave me even more confidence. Mm -hmm. And really Melinda from there, it was just not being afraid to fail. Mm -hmm. And I'll give you an analogy. Um, I I like to roller skate, but when people ask me, you know, do you, what are your hobbies? I don't say I like to roller skate. I am a roller skater. Okay. That's my thing. Okay. Love it. So in order to succeed, And to gain the balance that I've gained through the years, you got to hit the ground. You're going to hit it several times. Mm -hmm. You just get up each time. And I want you to also, I want to, when you say I am, right? And and that's the power of our voice. Like, tell me a little bit more about that versus I'm going to fall. I'm going to hit the ground. I'm going to, I'm not a roller skater. I'm horrible at it. Versus what you did was I am a roller skater. Absolutely. I am, right? And that's and so tell me more about how you learned how to do that. Like well, yeah. The the thing is if you if that voice is in your head, yes, it's very difficult to quiet that voice because yes. you've allowed it to occupy the majority of the space. Mm-hmm. You quiet it with action. Mm-hmm. Take the step that scares you the most. Mm-hmm. Take it. Mm-hmm. You might fall. But just get up, you know, dust your knees off, dust your elbows off. It might hurt a little bit, but what comes after that is going to make you stronger for the next challenge. And so I think for me, learning from a few mistakes here and there that hurt, mm-hmm. but seeking out the advice of others who had been in business, um, staying tight with my community, mm-hmm. sharing with them what I was doing and getting those sort of kudos from the people that know you and that love you and that will cheer you on. Right. You need to make those voices louder than that voice in your head that's sowing doubt. Mm-hmm. I was able to do that by really relying on my community and my family and my faith. Mm-hmm. Right. And choosing the the faith, the voice of faith, the voice of the community, the people that support you and see you for who you really are. Yes. Versus that doubt. Yes. And that's why CIS is so successful. And so tell me a little bit more about what you do for companies and what do you see are the challenges? What I took from your story earlier, you're so passionate and good about seeing how to optimize, like even from when at the municipality, right? You saw that and then you took it, you learned it and then you brought it into the department. And so that's, that's why I think you're so, I mean, that's part of the reason why you're really good with your craft and you do that same thing with companies today. And so tell me more about that and tell me about, more about the challenges that are on the horizon. Cause you know, as you know, AI is here, technology is here. Absolutely. So how do companies balance this all? 
I think it's a great question. And I'd actually like to start answering it from the, the viewpoint of AI. I just want to put this out there so that okay. folks are not afraid of it and don't think, oh my God, AI is going to take over the world. Right. Because right. the bottom line is AI is a computer and a computer can only spit out what has been put into it. And everything that has been put into it is from human knowledge, human effort, etc. Right. So we what got those humans are flawed. Humans are flawed. Exactly. Humans are ego, fear driven. And then so that's exactly floating in there. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But it does have benefits. And so part of the challenge, part of what we do is we really partner with our companies, our clients. Yeah. We're not just, oh, those IT folks over there, you know, when we have a problem, we call their help desk. We're mm -hmm. so much more than that. Mm -hmm. We're a partner with our clients for their success. Mm -hmm. First of all, I get up in the morning because I'm looking for a problem to solve. Right. And that's the same with our team. So we get in, we roll up our sleeves with you. We ask a lot of questions. We're looking over your shoulder. What is it that you do every day? Mm -hmm. Show me show me your work. Wow. Did you know that by doing X, Y, Z, you could, instead of the 30 minutes that it's taking you to do that now, you could reduce that to five minutes. Mm -hmm. CIS has you. Let us help you automate that. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. You're looking to launch a new product or a new service. Mm -hmm. Excellent. What are your systems? Do you have your process maps in place? The mm -hmm. IS can help with that, right? So the, the idea is that we take care of all the technology side, but we really want to understand the business. Mm -hmm. And as things come on the horizon, AI, we mm -hmm. look at that, we analyze that with you. We don't make the decisions for you. We look at it with you mm -hmm. and we let you know, is this something your business can benefit from mm -hmm. or don't spend any time on this? Here's another direction that you may want to go. Right. And so um, not only just optimizing teams, communication, how to serve clients better, mm -hmm. but also what's happening on the horizon that could help a business to grow and to scale. Yes, because you know all those solutions. And so I, what I hear you saying is being as a partner, and this is great for people even in corporate, when you're working with a manager or an executive, really seeing them as a partner and, and really listening. Because what I hear you doing is listening to the needs, really asking the right questions. What are the needs that you need? What are the desires? And, and knowing you have a whole plethora of tools, techniques, yes. solutions, and applying the correct one for the company and in, in some cases for our audience, if they're incorporate applying the right solution, but that's only after you've really listened. Absolutely. Using some of these communication skills, such as questioning, listening, empathy. Um, do, I love that you have been able to balance the technology complex things with also your communication and, and approachability, you've always strike me with that wonderful balance that I think a lot of people struggle with when they're so smart. Sometimes it's really hard to communicate <laughs> complex ideas in a way yes. that spends for people and also understood. Like, how, can you share? Is that natural for you or did you have to work on that? Well, I will say I love people. And I think at a very young age, I realized that I had a gift uh, but I never wanted that gift to be a rift. Uh -huh. I never wanted uh, my ability to grasp things very quickly to separate me from people. Mm -hmm. I have five brothers and, and I'm the only daughter. 
And so probably born out of a need to belong, you know, because my brothers love me and I love them. But at a certain age, you know, brothers don't want their little sister tagging along. And so I think I developed that not people pleasing. That's not my personality. I just love helping people. Mm -hmm. And from a young age, I could see that, you know, hey, this scholastic thing, you know, math. Oh, wow. This comes easy for me. I love this stuff. Mm -hmm. And then I see someone struggling. Let me help them. Mm -hmm. And I sort of rolled that into my business. I'm always seeking to help. Uh, But I think also, again, I'm going to refer to community because I think community is so important in forming who we are Mm -hmm. that we can learn different ways of communicating. Mm -hmm. If we are extremely intelligent, Mm -hmm. communicate on that high level with others who can connect with you there. Yeah, Don't be aloof and don't stay at that high level when there's someone who needs to communicate with you differently. Mm-hmm. And I and think we should do that. So like, first of notice, if there's a connection, if there's a disconnect and you see that, then at least notice that and be aware enough to want to notice it. Absolutely. Because of your, like what you did, your desire to help them so much, your desire of, of wanting to help then spark the, the willingness to want to know. And then also the willingness to how more, how can I connect? Exactly. Uh, I think yeah. that's important. And I think it comes from listening. Yeah. Yeah. If, and I'll just use this analogy. If someone, let's say comes from the Southern States, my parents are from the South. Mm -hmm. And the first time I visited the South, I'm coming there with that California accent. And what happens is, you know, there's an opinion that, you know, California folks are stuck up. Right. So I realized that I have to listen and maybe even model or pattern a little bit Mm-hmm. their patterns of yes. speech, their way of communicating. Yes. yes, yes. And that is knowing who you are, mm-hmm. but also respecting the other person, their mm-hmm. needs, their wants, their way to communicate. And so you have to be a little selfless in it. And you can't be all about, this is my goal. I'm going in. I'm yeah. focused. I want to be successful. They want and need to win as well. So make right. it be about the two people or the few people who are in this conversation and be in that moment and don't be thinking to the next steps ahead. And that's helped me. Right. I love that. I love that. So just really going in with respecting where they're at and collaborating and listening and going in with that desire and vision. Yes. How, when you do need to complicate, like for your clients, sometimes you have to communicate a complex idea. How do you do that? Any tips on how to communicate complex ideas. Absolutely. The Mm -hmm. first thing I do really is I close my eyes sometime really and sometimes figuratively. And I imagine I see the picture. Agreed. And once I can see the picture, then I think about a five-year-old. How would I help this five-year-old understand this thing? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when I do that well, the other party can understand. So that's, that's, I kind of come from a five-year-old angle, not oversimplifying it, Mm -hmm. but making it so that this idea is palatable to the person I'm communicating with. Right. Right. Breaking it down to, so that a five-year-old, even a five-year-old can understand. Absolutely. I love that you have a picture in mind, even if it's a word, what if it's just a word, you could still visually get, you close your eyes and a, a picture starts to come out. Absolutely. Awesome. That's great. Great. 
And then because when you see the picture and when you can describe that picture, because people see in visuals, yes. People, yes, can also understand it more. They 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 can hear visuals and see visuals more clearly than if it's just a word. Exactly. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Oh my, my, your clients are so lucky to have you. <laughs> Thank because you, Because you have all the expertise and also the connection. And that's why it's been successful since 1998, 1988 and still growing and still scaling. And so what is exciting for you um, in the next year or so with CIS? Well, what's really exciting for me is uh, working to do something similar to what you're doing. I'll have to, of course, we'll have to edit that out. <laughs> but I want to reach out more to the business community. Uh-huh. Uh, it's really how I started. I wanted to start by helping small businesses grow. That was really the goal. And I find that now I have a greater platform. Mm-hmm. I'm reaching more and more small businesses. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've actually started an emerging business boot camp. Oh, awesome. It's a 12 week program that we are with those with fire that have an idea wow. and they want to start a business. We're taking them through a 12 week program that's going to take them from an idea mm-hmm. to an established business. Mm-hmm. And it includes things like marketing for a small business, uh, of course, having their IT in order, but uh, the customer experience and all of those kinds of things on a small scale. We're really an IT company, but We are a business process company and we use IT to help companies to grow. And so uh, we'll be announcing that very, very soon. So I'm very excited about that. That is amazing. It's such a true leader. You give back. You've succeeded and now you're giving back to the community. It's what helped me to grow and helped me to uh, be the established business that I am. So I think it's only right. Try to give back to the community uh, and that circle continues. Circle, and I, I believe that you'll. It's all going to return back to you ten times, million times fold. Thank you, Melinda. Yes. So, how the listeners that are out there and really interested in working with Dana, or at least talking to her, getting more information from her, if you have a business or you're curious about launching your own business, how do, how do you suggest getting a hold of you? Oh, thank you so much for that. We are easily accessible on the web. Mm-hmm. Our website is cisnetworks.net. Mm-hmm. And also folks can reach us by phone, 510-255-2950. And you can look me up on LinkedIn. Dana Brewer is my name. And for your listeners, Melinda, we have a special offer. Mm-hmm. And so if someone reaches out to us and they mention your podcast, okay. we're going to give them a special offer if they decide to use CIS services. Excellent. Thank you so much for that gift to our listeners. Absolutely. Thank you. We really appreciate the time, the insight. I learned so much today. Just how about, you know, just to be connected to the audience, go with that passion to, to see the big, when you, when there's challenges and obstacles, how do I problem solve and bringing it to the forefront to help the people that are around me with that passion and desire and communicate in a way that resonates with people and constantly be in, in alignment with your passion. Just go and don't give up, use the right words, use the right language. And I'm sure there's a lot more takeaways depending on who the audience is, but there was a lot of information and valuable, um, you know, insight from your experiences. So thank you so much. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah. Great to have you. And I hope you take care and more success to CIS 
and to the new boot camp that's coming up for entrepreneurs. Thank you, Melinda. And I have to plug you as well. Those of Melinda's listeners out there, you know, Melinda is amazing. She's fantastic. Uh, we work together. She's helped me as well. So please look up Speak and Flow. Don't uh, be shy. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. We don't bite. We're very nice. But we will still hold your feet to the fire when we need to, to get results. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Take You're care. welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining the conversation today. Are you curious on how you measure up with your ability to speak in flow? Come grab my free self-assessment at speakinflow.com forward slash assessment. This assessment only takes a couple minutes to fill out. You will get your results within five minutes. See how you measure up with your ability to speak in flow and an unshakable confidence. Take the assessment, click on the link in the comments, and I'll see you on the other side.